0: Podcasts. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show.
1: Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post-game podcast.
0: All right, we go. It's a Tuesday. It's beautiful out. It's almost the summer. What's up, Al? Oh, hi there, Jerry.
1: I know, the other day we were asking, or somebody was asking, like where John Sterling has been. Yes. Uh, he goes, Justin Shackle has been doing the games.
0: Yeah, two series in a row now.
1: Two series in a row. So someone did call me off the air and told me that Michael K said on the broadcast that uh, John was missing these games because he had three children graduating college. Oh, okay. That makes sense. So I was like, the, God, the, caller, got said to me, yeah, the caller said to me he's got triplets. Yeah, the caller said he's got triplets. I'm like, what? yeah, yeah. yeah. That's right. So I went to confirm this before telling Geo, and it never wound up on the air anyway. Yeah. It's like, oh, let me see this, John Sterling. So I Googled John Sterling triplets, and an article came up from the year 2000, mm-hmm. which would be 23 years ago. Yep. And it was an interesting article because in the article, it was an article about John Sterling having triplets, and in the article, John is quoted as saying, he goes, Oh my gosh! By the time these kids get to college, it's going to be ninety thousand dollars a year. And I just thought, wow, we are here. No, not only we're we here, we're past. Yeah. What he? So he had three. He had triplets that all were graduating college, same time in three different places, and that's where John's been. Yeah, that
0: makes sense. because you you, you you don't hear him.
1: It's one thing not to hear him
0: on a road trip in Toronto, I get that. Yeah. But to not hear him at home this weekend was weird, and you're thinking, oh, maybe he's not feeling well. Right. Uh, I'm actually happy to hear that.
1: I was shocked, though, because then I was like, okay, let me, I started doing some math, Jerry. I said, okay, how old is John now? What is he, 81? 84. 84, okay. It's like, okay, 84 minus 23 is 61. 61. Mm -hmm. He had triplets. Yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. At At 61. 61. So there's still plenty of time for you, Al. (laughs) Which is why we know I always go, I wonder why John Sterling keeps working. That's why. He did. You have responsibilities. (whistles) Absolutely. He has a. I think he's divorced, though. He is. Yeah. I did read that as well. Um, He's divorced in 2012 or something. Okay. I did a whole deep dive into the life of John Sterling. Oh, okay. Uh, Just for this. I wanted to do the math on it yeah, and yeah, try sure. to figure out. Sure. Like at 60, so he has a an older child, older than the triplets. Oh, I wasn't aware of so that. So he okay. has four children total. Three of them are triplets. Man. Incredible.
0: That's some life. And and think about having triplets as a baseball announcer. Your wife must hate you. Right. You are never home. Unless he had them in November to where he could have been around the first few months but one spring training hits gone yeah and even when you're home you ain't home right it is a tough life
1: very tough life i know my sister had uh, um twins and just seeing the difficulty of what that
2: yeah. was
0: yeah now 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 three now i had
1: a third one
0: yeah our friends have triplets and i remember she used to say the hardest part was like all my friends have one well, you feed it. The baby takes a nap. You take a nap with the baby if you have a rough night. Because the problem with three is you put them on the schedule so that you're feeding the one at a time. But when the other one, when one wakes up, the other two are up, or the two fall asleep. The other, like, yep. there's never a time if they don't sleep at night where you get a break unless your husband's home if he's not working. But he's probably working.
1: Yeah, I can't imagine like if you have uh, twins or triplets or quadruplets, listening to somebody complain about having one baby. Yeah, it's yeah, I know. Yeah, you're absolutely right. So he must have some stories at John Sterling. I'm sure he's got more.
0: Could you imagine sitting at a bar with John Sterling? There's no. The stories from baseball to family life and everything in between that he must know. Right. He Road did,
1: trips. He did Atlanta Hawks games years ago. He had a sports talk show before WFAN existed where they had uh, like a nighttime sports talk show. Yeah. I had him in here that day, that time when I was doing that podcast where I was talking oh, to broadcasters. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot. He about was a real interesting guy. Yeah. And this is I don't even think I even knew he had triplets in that. Think of this. He was twenty in nineteen fifty nine.
0: Think about that.
1: Yeah. That's
0: nuts. It really is. Yes.
1: The man's lived multiple
0: lifetimes. And multiple lives. Yeah. Having been a single man, a married man, a divorced man and an announcer for different teams this one obviously the longest it is something
1: man yeah then he he went through that house fi- that apartment fire i forgot about that years this, right? a couple and of the years flood, ago the now his car got stuck in the flood wow and ricky ricardo helped him. yes
0: <laughs> my god my goodness yeah and that's something
1: We're get john sterling in this studio
0: do you think at any point we always talk about this too like you never know when your day is whether it's dying or being fired or what you know, like you never know when something's going to end in a lot of cases He's 84, you
1: said? Yeah, 84.
0: At what point do you think he started thinking at the end of the season that the Yankees were going to tell him it's enough?
1: 69.
0: I figured you'd go with 69.
1: I didn't do that to be hilarious. Your favorite huh? number. I just feel like 69 is a number where you go, huh, going to be 70 next year. I was
0: going to say 75 is where I think you probably start. Only because baseball is the is a business where we see, we see guys. Jack Buck did games until he was dead, basically. Bob Uecker still doing them at ninety. Like it, you see it. Yeah. You know, uh, Bob Murphy with the Mets did it until he really couldn't anymore. Seventy-five is a number. I think that you start thinking, "Oof, man." Uh, one day they're going to tell me it's enough. Yeah, you know, and imagine but you're nine,
1: nine years past that.
0: And you're nine years past that, yes.
1: And yeah. I got to say, when you played the cuts today, I missed John Sterling. He's
0: his voice is
1: unbelievable. Yeah,
0: it really is. And I know people. Some people don't care for him. I think he's, I think he's good. I really do. I know his vision has gone but ever since he got the surgery a few years ago
1: it's been much better you know they all make mistakes it seems like today a lot of the guys sound very similar to each other there's not like a lot of things separating guys where john sterling is
0: well you have to have the voice
1: his sound is just
0: because he's got golden pipes as they say yeah like kevin burkhardt has a very distinctive voice to me i don't think he sounds like i do agree though like keith Radden, and pat mccarthy tough to tell them apart Howie has a different type of voice yes you know, Gary Cohen has a very distinctive voice, but you're right; it's, a lot of them do sound the same. Yeah, that's true.
1: Not our John Sterling, though, Jerry. Uh, I told you I was uh, watching on Netflix the uh, the Jewish Matchmaker show. Yeah, uh, I, I good news, Jerry. I did complete the series, and here's what I realized: I don't you waste a lot of time with these shows. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, haven't realized that yet. Oh, okay. I realized I don't want to watch ugly people dating. Only attractive people. (laughs) And this show had both. It had some very attractive people, both men and women. Right. I'm attracted to just women, Jerry, but I'm just saying I don't want to see ugly people dating. Right. And this show had uh, pretty women, uh, good-looking dudes, uh, ugly men, (laughs) ugly women. And I lost interest when they would go show dates with the ugly people.
0: I think there's a lot of people that would find that more intriguing, actually. The
1: ugly people, Dave? Yes. More relatable to us. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) What was interesting is to see what the ugly people saw in the other ugly person, where they were like... Can I spend the rest of my life with you? Yeah. Or they're like, oh, I love love this humor. Meanwhile, he looks like a grease ball.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I do not know.
1: But there were a couple good-looking, like, they had this one good-looking Jewish man that they kept setting up with good-looking Jewish women. Sure. I was like, let's find show this guy's dates more. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Do you think, so we all know people, like most guys, they know an attractive woman when they see Yes. Her. And most guys have the same thoughts. I don't care what anybody says. Most guys have the same thoughts. When you see a guy that you know, And you know that he's had those same thoughts about attractive women Mm -hmm. and has had negative comments about women that may not be as attractive. Yep. And then they end up with someone that's
1: not attractive.
0: Yes. Do you think they realize every day?
1: I don't know. I mean, I guess they fall in love with them. That's great. That is a huge mystery to me as well. I'm with you on that. That is a huge mystery. But then again, if you're a pig,
0: I mean... Right. Why is anyone be attracted to you?
1: Right. Right. I think the same thing. I'm like, I would be, if someone watching a dating show, they could easily go, I don't want to see some stick figure bald guy (laughs) with glasses on dates. I want to see attractive men. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) What was cool about this show was I don't know much about the Jewish religion, but I guess like most religions, there's different levels. Like some people. Are very strict. Some people are less strict. Yep. And there were certain um, people going out on dates where there's, there's one part of the Jewish religion where you are not allowed to touch your person until marriage. Mm. I mean, you can't hold their hand. You can't touch their shoulder. Can't kiss nothing. No physical contact. And I thought that was really interesting as well. Because I got to tell you, then that's no pressure on a date. You're not allowed to touch.
0: Yeah, and you don't have to worry about the awkwardness of when the first kiss is, right. how does it go, No tongue, awkwardness. no tongue. right? Yep. That's interesting.
1: All right out the window. How
0: yeah, about that? Did so you, you... learn something watching these yes. uh, mindless shows?
1: I did learn something from these shows.
0: No, well, I applaud you then.
1: And then some of the people were living in uh, Jerusalem, some people were living in Tel Aviv, some people back here in the United States. Yeah. There's another one called uh, Indian Matchmaker. I might watch that next. I'm equally as not interested. <laughs> <laughs> all right well i might watch that uh depends on like when i run out of like i was didn't plan on watching jewish matchmaker until i ran out of things to watch and i was like i'll give this a i shot. mean just listen to what you just and said. i loved
0: it you ran out of things to watch yeah with streaming services that have thousands upon yes. thousands of programs
1: yeah you've seen it all i've seen it all and ran out of things to watch man yeah
0: okay Hey, good for you. You know, if you like it, good for you.
1: Yeah. Did you see the story about the thirty-one-year-old dog?
0: Wow, thirty-one. How little yeah. was it?
1: That was like a regular-sized dog. It wasn't a tiny dog. But it
0: wasn't a German Shepherd either.
1: No, but it was. Uh, it was more closely res- resembling huh? a what German was the Shepherd. Secret? I don't know. Smoking and whiskey. <laughs> the dog had a shot of Jack Daniels every day, and smoked two packs so a day. So, what's
0: the story then?
1: Just, they, that- just that how what an anomaly this is. But right, so, but they didn't expand on the story at all, no. or how it got here, or no, just that this person has had this dog for thirty-one years. That is amazing. That's
0: a long time, especially yeah. when you think that you only have a dog for ten to twelve years, right? I mean, if you end up with Whimsy for 31 years, Jerry's going to be burying you.
1: Jerry, do not say that. Nah,
0: I, Whimsy's too big, I think, to be a 31-year dog.
1: 31-year-old dog, yeah. I think so. I did Google, like, greyhounds. I think, like, most dogs, their life expectancy is, like, 15, 14, 15. Okay. But then it's always give and take, right? Your dog gets some type of dog cancer. You
0: didn't start a countdown clock, did I you? I
1: did. I do not have a, con- a countdown <laughs> clock. Yesterday, though, was three years that I got Whimsy is and really... moved into Bradley Beach. Really? My three-year Bradley Beach anniversary. Been there three years, huh? Yeah, twenty twenty. May fifteenth of twenty
0: twenty. The only person I know that moved during the pandemic.
1: (laughs) Yeah, well, I started the whole process before the pandemic. You know, I remember
0: that. I remember, and Eddie helped you move, and yeah,
1: Eddie helped move uh, a mattress with me.
0: Yeah, no, I know it's pretty wild. Yeah, three years. It's hard to believe that this year I'll be seven years in the house. No. Yeah, I
1: feel like you just six. Okay, I feel like you. Six. I feel like you and I moved similarly, but that's when I moved to Madawan.
0: Correct. It was when Craig got into his trouble. So that was seventeen, right? Yes. Yeah. So say six years this year. That's what it'll be.
1: So had you made the house purchase and not move yet when Craig got into
0: trouble? We were in the process of buying the house, and you were like, "Uh oh." We started in July.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: and yeah, there what's interesting about the whole move. I think I've told you this. Maybe I haven't. When I look back, the move cost me a lot more money than I anticipated because of a couple of fixes we had to do at our house that were not expected at all. Yes. Um, Remember with the deck and the patio or something. Oh my God. There was so much to make that move happen. We probably laid out. I I don't know what the number is, but it was a lot more than I ever thought than just a regular move would be. And Sadly for Craig, and it was beneficial for me, the extra money that I got paid from TV made the move easy. When I look back, it would have been difficult having to come up with so much money in such a short period of time that I was not anticipating, um, that you couldn't pull from the sale of your house because you hadn't sold the house yet. Right. You know, so it is funny how that whole thing worked itself out because that move started in July and we wound up moving in, I guess it was November, we actually moved.
1: How do you do that if if you? I don't I don't remember how I did it from Woodbridge to Basking Ridge. Yeah, but then I went to an apartment, then apartment to Bradley. Yeah, how do you do it if you're selling a house and you're moving into a house? How do you time that so that you get the money from the sale of your first the attorneys house? Attorneys do it all. Yeah.
0: It's all... They're all wire exchanges. It's nothing...
1: But is that what that means when they... Like, sometimes you'll look on, like, Realtor.com or wherever you look mm-hmm. at houses, and it'll say contingent? On mm-hmm. selling your house. So, like, for instance,
0: if I wanted to move now, and I didn't have... And I wanted to buy a $500,000 house, but I didn't have $100,000 cash for the 20%, you know, down payment, um, I needed it because I was going to make $200,000 on the sale of my house it would be contingent upon me selling because and plus i don't want two houses at the same time right so you would go agree to a house you know agree to buy a house and then hopefully sell your house usually the the sellers give you some time to sell your home we've been very lucky each time all three times we've sold we've sold within a week yeah so once now once this contracts are signed all the parts are moving there is a little window there where you're homeless So, when you go to close on your house, so my attorney goes with the attorneys buying my home. Once that sale is done, they hand the keys over. I am now a homeless person. And where's all your stuff? In a truck, being probably across the street from the new home we're going into once that closing happens. So, this is where, all right, this is funny. I've always told you about the issues I had in brick with the easement running through the backyard. Great example. We sold our house in brick. And bought a house where I am now, in the town I'm in now, in Caslitt, contingent upon us selling and everything working itself out. Great. We sell the house in brick. That closing goes first. We go, (laughs) because we knew the people we were buying the home from, Kim knew them, they gave us the keys the day before. They cleared out and said, we trust you. Move in at your leisure today or tomorrow morning. So we gave the moving company the okay to move in that morning of the closing. We're moving. We're all the stuffs in this house. My attorney calls at our closing of the house and brick. Major problem. There's an easement running through your backyard. When you bought this house, it was not uh, divulged to you, and your attorneys didn't pick up on it. The new people don't want your house now. Oh, I said, excuse me. They said, well, they wanted to put a, an in-ground pool in as soon as they moved in. Not allowed. I said, Well, that's a problem since the moving company has left and we're in the other house, which he knew. He goes, All right, hold on, I'll call you back. Calls back and he said, he goes, here's your deal. You either got to get the moving company back and get back here, or you have to give them twenty five thousand dollars. And we were supposed to make forty on the sale, I believe, after everything was done. Yeah. We had to give them a check for twenty five thousand dollars. And they stayed in the house with the quote unquote easement that I had no idea was running through the backyard. So at that point, we give them the check. I am technically now homeless and out $25,000. <laughs> what a day. Yeah. And then my attorney's got to go meet the attorneys for the new house we were moving into and do the closing there. And if something went wrong there, I got to go find a hotel because I don't have a home. But usually that's not a problem.
1: I also know like sometimes when the housing market is very competitive as it is right now sure. in New Jersey. yep. That if you have a contingent and you say, I'm going to buy this house, but I have to sell my house first, yeah. they're not interested. It's harder. Right? Because yeah. fi- if they have somebody with a competing offer mm-hmm. that doesn't have to sell their house, yeah. they take that. That's so why you're, in
0: that case, you're probably better off selling your house and then waiting until you close to do it. Because you probably have so many deals fall through. Yeah. Unless you offer a lot more, you know, more than asking. Right. In that case, maybe you get away with it. But it's... It's a complicated transaction.
1: And the amount of time it takes. Yeah. My friend Paul's been trying to buy the, his first house, him and his wife, and it's been going on for weeks Months. and weeks. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. With the inspections.
2: Yeah, just the, getting the
1: proper bank statements and your, your 401k statements and your work pay stubs and all this stuff. Oh, it's insane. Not
0: only that, I like this. This one killed me when we we moved. uh, I guess it was uh, whatever, five years ago. What Five and a half years ago. They want everything from you. So you give them everything. And I love how they've got um, your tax returns for the previous three years. So you've got everything I've given the government, right? This is what I filed. Everything I've made. And then it's like, um, we're good, but we really would like to see your last five pay statements. Why? You have everything. Want to make sure you still have a job? But you called my HR director yesterday. Yeah, we need your bank. We need your last five pay stubs. Uh, okay. Like, what are you supposed to do? Yeah. Like they have you, and then they want this and they want that. You have that contract you signed with Compass Media Networks. We'd like a copy. Uh, uh, okay.
1: Like, wow. It's a pain. So if you're if you're in a spot like let's say you're in your house for a long time, you've paid off your mortgage. Mm -hmm. Now you're going to retire and you're going to downsize. Yeah. So you're going to make money off of your home you've been living in, and you're going to pay cash for this next house. Does all that? You don't have to do any of that paperwork, do you? If you're not getting an actual. There's still a lot of
0: paperwork. Less, because you're not doing a mortgage.
1: But you're signing over that you now own.
0: Yeah, there's still a lot of paperwork to be done. Yeah, you're just cutting out the mortgage stuff. But yep, it's yeah. still a pain. Yeah,
1: it seems like a giant pain in the neck. Yeah,
0: it is. Yeah, it is. That's why being like a real estate attorney. Oh my god,
1: that has just got to be right when you get into the real oh. being so picky about every little thing. Yeah, and I was one of those. I was picky about every little thing when you know when I was looking to buy. Mm. I don't know about this? Yeah, you're a buyer. I would not want. Yeah, I was a nightmare. I'd be like, dude, go find another house. <laughs> you Deals sir, off. get lost. You are a pain in the ass. Yeah, you are a pain in the butt. I'm a
0: dream. You were? Yeah. I'm like, You're easy.
1: whatever, we'll fix it. I like the house. We're good. Yeah. Well, that's what it is. It depends on, right, how competitive yeah. the market is. Yeah. Because if the market's competitive, then you, that's why you'll hear people agree to like not even do a uh, inspection. Well, that's silly. Yeah. Because the
0: one thing about the inspection, you don't do an inspection. If you've got major termite damage, You are screwed.
1: They don't even... Like, New Jersey's one of the states where you have to do it. There are states there you don't... They don't do home inspections. Yeah, I see on these shows all the time where they they buy it, no inspection. They go in and there's termite damage all over the place. Ugh, that
0: sounds terrible. Yeah. Really bad.
1: Yeah, that's like... That is... uh, I don't know what it costs to do an inspection now. Maybe 700 bucks or a little less. But well worth it. Like, you find out every... Little. Sometimes,
0: thing. as my contractor told me, because he reviewed it, yeah, I was like, "Are we buying a house that's going to fall down?" The guy was like, "Yeah, you know, he thought it was like a, a house that was built in the year 400. <laughs> <laughs> He's looking at it. my contractor like, "No, this guy's an alarmist." Yeah, he goes, "This not a big deal. This I can fix in two seconds." And it was like, "All right, so we're good." I, but they're just doing their job, right? But they're letting it you is know a, every it little thing. bit much. It is a bit much. It is. Uh, there is a chip on your on your countertop where i didn't see it this is true if you look inside your sink around the brim and take your index finger and go underneath i'm like what yeah and it's still there no one knows it's there why put that on the report right come on now focus on the big stuff give me a break
1: I finally decided what I'm going to do with jeans, Jerry. I know you've been. this has been an ongoing saga. You need to do a jeans podcast because I'm going to blow my brains out if I hear you say the word jeans again. Well, this is all I've done. I've made a list of one, two, three, four brands of jeans. I'm going to order them all online. This is the big Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> Lest you think I have nothing to do today, Jerry. No, I didn't say that. I'm going to buy all of these jeans online today. And I'm going to pick out the perfect pair out of this group.
0: Now, why wouldn't it's, you just go to the store and try them on? Because they don't have, like, I don't know. They don't know. have them all? Uh, yeah, they don't. Like, you go to Kohl's. They've got seven different brands of they jeans. Do? Sure. I got Levi's. They got Wrangler. They got uh, Sonoma. They got they got a whole bunch of different kinds. Yeah, I
1: don't know why. Uh, Urban, uh, uh, Urban Outfitters. I'm, like, locked into these jeans I've been looking at online. Okay. So my, my plan is they're going to buy four pair of jeans. And keep one or two. Okay. The best pair. And I'm going to review this for the audience. Please not on the podcast. No, no. On uh, How about this? Next Monday. No, no. Why? You're out? I'm out. Do it with Eddie. No, I'm going to do it I'm going to do it on like Instagram or oh, something. Oh, that's cool. Okay. I'll do it on Instagram. But I needed to let you so know, You're going to be a gene influencer. Yeah, gene influencer. I'm letting you know, Jerry, just because I know you've been following very closely this saga about my genes. No, I haven't. And I know you You were asking the other day, what's the update on I the I wasn't. Genes? You were wondering where I'm at with that. No, I, so no. I just wanted to give you a heads up and let you know what I will be doing. I'm good. I'm glad. I'm happy for okay, you. Okay, good. That's that's awesome. So follow me now on Instagram, people, if you're gonna wanna you're gonna really wanna see this <laughs> this uh gene situation. Oh my god. All right, Jerry, let's do the warm up program. Now we'll be back here tomorrow, which is a Wednesday. Is that yes, correct? Yes, it will be a Wednesday. We'll be back here on a Wednesday. And until then, we will see you. Cool. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Go for it. Call the fan at 877-337-6666.
0: Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Good morning, campus.
1: Al and Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long. And most days it doesn't suck. All right, here we
0: go. Two. Look, super is always nice to see you. And across from me, about ten feet away, his name is Albert Wyatt Duke. What's Come, up? Good morning, Jerry. Who's Dexter Henry? He just did the update. Yeah, he said he said, "How are you?
1: How are you?" He just I'm waved.
0: I'm Dexter Henry. That's right. D- that well, you're not. not. He Dexter is.
1: Henry. That's not Dexter Henry. No, but I'm saying I didn't I know, see. I saw him in the newsroom. He waved. Oh, he did wave. He all right, all right, Dexter Henry. He said, "What's up?" He heard he
0: heard on the speaker. Who's Dexter Henry? Yeah.
1: Hey. Yo, oh, I'm
0: Dexter Henry. How yeah. you doing? No, no. I'm
1: Dexter Henry. How you doing? Yeah. Uh Jerry, when I woke up this morning, I thought we had a cheating scandal on our hands with the New York Yankees. I don't know that we don't. Oh, is this right? I don't I don't think we do. All right. But I think it's fair to ask the question. So, uh last night in the ball game, uh there was a uh, uh a called strike on Aaron Judge that Aaron Boone didn't, didn't It was a like.
0: horrendous call.
1: Was it? I didn't feel like it was that horrendous. Was it really that horrendous? Yeah. Like, you saw it. You were like, this is horrendous. Yeah,
0: well, so the first pitch of the at-bat is a borderline strike. No issue with it, though they didn't like it because, again, they feel like Aaron Judge's strike zone is a lot bigger than everybody else's because he's a much bigger man he's uh
1: seven foot four jerry five and don't take
0: the word pounds. strike zone out of that eddie and put a different word in there what i just said he's a large man jerry when large men have large strike zones yes they do and so strike one was mm, borderline was a strike borderline the second pitch slider outside all good the third pitch is clearly at his ankles i mean let's be honest is a horrible call. And it's called a strike. And it was called a strike, and Aaron Boone lost his mind. Now, Aaron Boone didn't like the first strike, and I get it, although I thought it was. Um, so you got a lot of crap going on in the dugout. I do believe Judge, because I don't think he's that type of player. But if I was an opposing team, and I saw the video that was put out, I'd
1: be curious too. So Aaron Judge uh, gets a, a strike called on him. Aaron Boone comes out, argues, gets thrown out. Whips his gum, Jerry. That's how angry he was. He took his gum and whipped it right out of his mouth. Both
0: broadcasts made a big deal about the form of his throw. Whose broadcast did this? Yes. The and Yes then, Broadcast. Uh, and whoever,
1: Sportsnet Toronto. Yeah. So then Aaron Judge blasts a home run. His second of the game, Jerry. One of it the was,
0: longest home runs I've ever seen.
1: It was an upper decker.
0: Yeah, 470 feet.
1: As the uh, Toronto blo- broadcaster said, the man in that seat did not think he was getting a home run <laughs> ball tonight. <laughs>
0: That's exactly right. And he got one. It That's was right. way up there. Yeah, that was a bomb of a home run.
1: But when you look at the video, prior to the bomb of a home run, prior Aaron to Judge... Each pitch. Glances into the Yankee dugout. Correct. And then blasts the home but run. But it's
0: not just that pitch, which is why, again, I don't believe Judge is doing anything. Yeah. I believe him when he says that they were barking at the home plate umpire. I do.
1: So Aaron Judge's point was I wasn't. The Toronto broadcaster thinks Aaron Judge is looking in the dugout, getting some sort of signals to know which pitch is coming. correct. Aaron Judge which says. Which I think is a
0: fair question.
1: Aaron Judge says after Boone gets thrown out. Uh, the Yankee players were chirping in the dugout. Except
0: for the problem that he was doing it prior to Boone getting thrown out. Well,
1: maybe they were chirping prior because what of they the said. bad calls. That's
0: what they said. And but why was, would you have done it before the first pitch?
1: And he was annoyed that he was at bat and heard some chirping. Great.
0: Why did he do it before the first pitch? I don't
1: know. Is that and what before happened? the
0: second pitch. And before the third pitch.
1: So you think and Aaron Judge is cheating.
0: I didn't say that. I actually don't think he was. Oh. I don't. I, I, well, then
1: why do you think he was doing I'm, it? I'm playing devil's pitches. advocate
0: with you. If I was on the other team, yeah. and then he hit the ball that far, I would think the same thing. With what we're what, what we're going through, we got Evan saying the Razor cheating mm-hmm. without saying the Razor cheating. We've got the whole Astros crap. The Rockies in 2018 supposedly were doing something according to people. It. I get teams being curious.
2: Hmm. Well, it's maybe like, we do have a cheating let scandal. Let me ask you this.
0: If that was Bo Bichette. Cheater. <laughs> Absolute cheater. Right. And so if you're the Yankees and then he hits this monster home yeah. run, cheater, you would be thinking that. Again, if it was anybody else, I might believe it. I don't believe that Aaron Judge is doing that. I don't. What a great, But I understand why you might think that.
1: What a great still image they have of Judge yes. and Bat just looking into the Yankee
0: dugout. And think about the concentration. You got a ball that's about to be thrown at you at 95 miles an hour. And you're looking into the dugout. And you're still able to hit the ball 470 feet. Because he was getting annoyed at everyone chirping, as he said. Probably. I
1: I agree with that. Hmm. Or they were telling him where the pitch was. Just, just saying. Here's why <laughs> I also don't think it was cheating. You can't be that obvious. That they're shouting you. from the dugout and you're looking in the dugout. to And know I think an Aaron
0: judge has too much class. And he's got too much cachet in the game. I in no way, shape, or form do I think he was cheating. But God, it doesn't look
1: good. You're right, and if you were, if that was someone else, Jerry, is that Vlad Guerrero Junior. You would think Bo Bichette. You would think cheating, cheaters. I know, I know. Anyone who was ever on the Astros, part,
0: cheater. Part of the problem too is he didn't pop up to the second baseman. Yeah, he Crushed clobbered it. a ball to a guy that the announcer said didn't anticipate getting a home yeah. run ball. So, that's right. I mean, that's. Can you think of all kidding aside? And I know we've got all these stories, I have no idea if they're true or not, of Mickey Mantle hitting 550-foot home runs. Cheater. I don't know. Who knows? But can you think of a longer
1: home run that you've seen? Uh, no, it was a pretty good one, Jerry. That was uh, whoosh, whoosh. the whoop, one. said it went one, 750 It did feet. not go 750 feet. That's what the
0: only exactly. 467 to be exact. 467. The only one I can think of that comes to mind is Stanton with the Marlins at City Field in the third deck in left field.
1: I always heard these stories about a Daryl Strawberry home run at the Astrodome.
0: Uh, no, I think you're talking about uh, in Toronto. I mean, um, Montreal. Or Montreal. <laughs> One of these weird-looking stadiums. I think it was Montreal that you're talking about. You had, like, the back
1: wall of the place.
2: <laughs> well, it hit the roof, I think.
1: Or da- uh, Dave Kingman yeah, it, Wrigley the, Field. Yeah,
2: and the Olympic it had that, that ring, that cement yes, ring right. you know, that overhung, and it hit that. Right.
1: In, it was Montreal? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was not Houston. No. Oh. Well, I'm sure he hit a long one. <laughs> I mean, he probably did. I'm sure he drilled one back there, Jerry. But I think
0: the one you're talking about yeah. was Montreal.
1: Yeah, yeah. Or Dave Kingman putting him on the street in oh, you uh, love Dave Chicago. We weren't even measuring home runs back then, Jerry. Other people have done that. Who? At Wrigley Field. Give me one name. I, I'll Andre find Dawson. a name for you. I'm probably. You're right. A bunch of people put on the street. It's uh, like hitting the home run in McCovey Cove. Right. Guys do it. Oh, people put it on the streets in Boston sometimes.
0: Uh, yes. Over that giant absolutely. green monster. No question. Because
1: there's only so many rows before you hit
0: the street. Yes, a very small upper deck to the left. That is correct, over the monster.
1: All right, so the Yankees did win 7-4. They were up, I think, 7-0. nothing. They were,
0: and Michael King comes on. and I mean, you talk about a weird inning. You had the yeah. error at second base. You got the, I don't know what that was, that throw to first base from the pitcher. He bounces it over to first. But Michael King comes in, gets the ground ball. I think it was Varsho, I think, and then has the easy ninth, so... Oh, win is a win. It's seven four, all good. I'm trying to see the longest home run hit by Barry Bonds.
1: That roided up freak, Jerry. Yeah,
0: well, but that's the point. Okay, that's the point. If Barry Bonds never hit one longer than last night, which I think he probably did, how about this? Barry Bonds' longest home runs, four sixty
1: seven, the exact same number. Tied it. According I think he's to on this, steroids. How about that? Cheating in on steroids. This is not good, Jerry. This is a terrible look for the Yankees. Aaron judges on steroids and cheating, looking for All right.
0: signals in the dugout. Buy it. Don't buy it. 1921, Babe Ruth, 575 yeah. feet. No, I we, don't either. There weren't even long enough tape measures back then.
1: We did not have There's long not tape measures. There's not a 575-foot no. tape measure. Exactly, Jerry. And we did well, not have the science to do It It was the that. analytics. We did not have science to do it. You know back what then. they did?
0: They put a kid out there that had right. a size 12 foot. Yeah. And they, they made him walked. go one after yep. the other. <laughs> and it was where the ball stopped. Yeah. And they're like, <laughs> I think it bounced here. <laughs> yeah, right. You're right. We rolled. Was there a fence in this park? No. <laughs> so far. More crap. Yeah. So, Barry Bonds. So, Judge last night, if this story is correct, matched Barry Bonds' longest home run. I like it. I find that hard to believe. With all those steroids he did, he never hit one 500 feet? He had to have. Had to
1: have. Hmm. You know those baseball people don't like Barry Bonds. They probably shortchanged him. They hate Barry Bonds. They hate Barry Bonds. They shortchanged this 500-foot home run. Barry
0: Bonds is one of the guys, if you had him, you loved him. Like the Giants did. Everybody else hated him. I like when he went up there with all that gear on. He looked like a robot.
1: Yeah, no had that, that thing around his uh, elbow pads, his forearms, his I biceps. I got to tell you,
0: watching my son play in high school, watching these kids throw in mid-80s, I don't know why they all don't have the yeah, gear Yeah, I on. would.
1: I'd feel so confident my up God. there. God, uh,
0: yes. Right? I couldn't agree with you more. Like,
1: I own the inside of this plate because if you hit me, I don't even care. I'm not even going to feel it.
0: What about Willie Stargell, 535 feet, 1978, and that's your guy in your era? Willie Pop Stargell. Do you agree with that? Yes, Okay, so you would buy that one. I do, yeah. So according to Louis the story Starge of the, the longest home runs ever, all right, it is Babe Ruth that's got the longest home run.
1: Yeah, we're not.
0: Kidding. I'm not. I didn't. You can do what you <laughs> want with that. I'm just telling you, the Babe Ruth 575 foot quote unquote home run is the longest one, and the Mickey Mantle one we were talking about, five sixty five in 1954.
1: Ah, who knows what those baseballs were even I, like back then? Again, not right? argue with you. How about Reggie Jackson, 540? I'll take that one. Reggie played in the 70s. 1971. I'm only counting baseball records from here on out from 1970 onward. You don't like the 60s? I don't know do, 60s. Out. Okay. 70s and forward. That'd be wow. my baseball record. Wow, you know who's number
0: forward. five on the list?
1: Dave Kingman. Yes, he is. That's what
0: I'm talking about, Jerry. April 14th, 1976. Over Waveland Avenue. 530 feet. I knew it. Yep, you were right. Look at you. Look at you. Love and the it, one they're talking about with Daryl that you're talking about, they project at 525. That's how far it would have gone. Because he hit something. Yeah,
1: exactly. The roof yep. is on fire. It was. Yes, it was. All right, well, good for the Yankees. They win 7-4. They good win job. 7-4. Now we're going to keep our eye on Aaron Judge. Here's what I would do if I'm Toronto because they're a- – kind of jerky sometimes are they a loser organization they're not a loser (laughs) organization it could be jerky sometimes i would question when judge gets up i'd question to the umpire what was he doing looking in the dugout is that he wasn't
0: is that how you want to do it yeah like when he comes up tonight yeah what are we doing here
1: well i see him glancing in the dugout that's (laughs) what i
0: said if i'm the manager i come right out he's not going to be glancing in the dugout tonight but now he's purposely can't look to the strikeout. That's going to distract them, which is why you're not going to have that opportunity. Three strikeouts tonight. Do you think they send that video into Major League yes. Baseball? Yeah, I think they might too. I think it's possible. Mm-hmm. If for nothing else, for gamesmanship, exactly. Just to get I think in their head, possible.
1: Just get in their head a little bit. Yeah,
0: I think it's possible. So Love I, it. yeah, At least it was a fun night. It was the Yankees. Give you something. And
1: that uh, starter situation worked out
0: for the Yankees. So they used the bullpen guy. Which was interesting because I everything I read was a TBD. You had seen someone put out someone Johnny said he Brito SPN Johnny Brito. Yeah, so Brito comes in in the third inning after two perfect innings from Cordero, um, and did the, did a good job until you got to the eighth where Toronto made a game of it. He was, I guess, he was probably out of the seventh. He started the eighth, but yeah, did a pretty good job. It's
1: kind of the reverse relief pitcher. Yeah, right.
0: Yeah, that's what they do now. Why don't more guys, the do opener.
1: This? Yeah, why do the more
0: teams do this? I think most of them do now. Not. All of them, but a lot of them do. So it the now. point
1: is this: like you get through the first, you get through the order once with one pitcher.
0: Although he only went through the first six, but he had two perfect innings, so he didn't face seven, eight, nine. But
1: you give those of the scrub players, Jerry. <laughs> seven, eight, nine. You give that to the not Johnny Brito to players. start. That way, he's getting the bottom. They are not and scrub then players. He's already settled in by the time he gets back to the top How of the did order. How would you call them scrub players? Scrub players. Oh, God. They're bottom of the order guys. Jerry, that's where I batted when I was in the Little League. Bottom that of the order That was Little League. You know
0: who's a bottom of the order guy for you? <laughs> Who? Your guy. Who? Alejandro Kirk. The that's a guy? bottom of the order guy. You love him. Yeah, I do love him. That's, I think that's your favorite Blue Jay, is it not? Yes. Yes, he is. That's a bottom of the order guy. I like my
1: baseball players. Little chubby. (laughs) (laughs) I know you do. You're such a fool, I swear.
0: Little chubby. By the way, all of these guys, too, that are bottom of the order guys are still getting paid handsomely to be in Major League Baseball. I suppose. Now, the only one would be Aaron Hicks. He bats ninth. He does bat
1: ninth, and is not doing well. He did hit that home run the other day.
0: He did, and actually did have a hit last night, maybe coming around a little bit.
1: You know what sucks for him, I was thinking? Like, if he bats lefty, he can't look into the Yankee dugout to, <laughs> to get to know. Or what's Aaron Judge going to do on the oh when he's at home because the Yankees are in the other dugout? What he always does. Nothing.
0: Oh. Nothing. I, they don't have a system. They're not cheating. But it doesn't look good.
1: Always got a... Looked interesting, and those Toronto it, broadcasters sure thought he was cheating. It, I'll tell you that right it now. It looked
0: very interesting. By the way, did you in your highlight package, yeah. did they show the Volpe catch? Yes.
1: Yes. How about that
0: play? That was unbelievable. That is. I mean, he got up, he was on the other side of second base. Pretty impressive. Yeah, very
1: impressive uh catch on the I know line he's drive. not
0: batting three fifty, but I tell you, for a kid as young as him, he has really done a nice job.
1: Yeah, I wasn't even sure how he ended up on that side of the bag. Right. Well, all you have it? to do
0: is start on the bag. Yeah. And so with the ball gets hit, you just slide over it was cool. Worked out pretty good, pretty good. All right, things did not work out good for the Mets. We'll get to them at some point, too, perhaps right after this, and then a whole lot more than Boomer and Geo at 6 on the fan. Sounds like Van Halen to me. Solo David Lee Roth. It's amazing how bands have sounds. Yeah. They're all the same equipment. Right. It's weird. Anyway. Uh, David Lee Roth, this is Al's former boss, yeah. who hated him with a passion. Well, at the end. But in the beginning, he liked me. He only worked for, him for a month. Nah, a couple months. In <laughs> the beginning, he liked him. You make it sound like at the end, after this nine year run, you had enough of one another. Well, I started it was working 60 with them. Days.
1: Yeah, I started working with them in like um, November before the show started in January. And then uh, by <sighs> March, it, I was out. You made it five months. Yeah, five. <laughs> five months. Pretty cool. Pretty cool, Jerry. Do you have a good feeling about that, though, when you think back? I have a good feeling about David Lee Roth as a
0: performer, yes. No, no, I didn't ask as a performer, as a person.
1: As a person? Yeah, I'm going to say, yeah. Here's what I think. He had his guy uh, (laughs) stalk you. (laughs) Ah, details, Jerry. Here's what (laughs) I think happened. I think David Lee Roth was told, you're the man, you're in charge. And then I think Mark Chernoff was told, you're the man, you're in charge. Oh, boy. I think they were both told they were in charge. And so there
2: were power you, struggles. Yeah, I
1: think there was a power struggle.
0: Oh, so him and Mark didn't get along either?
1: No. Oh. <laughs> no, 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 no. He
2: wound no. up basically hating almost everyone because he thought everyone was being a spy. Yeah. And a and Did he get along with, with Michelle?
1: Mm, no. No, really? Uh, briefly. Briefly. Everything was sort of briefly. <laughs> I understand. Things happened briefly. <laughs>
2: At the end, it was just him and his his guy, right? Yes. The guy that came hunting after us. <laughs> yeah. Out.
1: Well, I was the last one of the management type, as we say. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was then just the guy who had to deliver him bad news, which no, my that God. was no fun. No, I would say that's no fun. Okay. I did have a cool moment though. One time we were we were doing fake shows using the CBS FM studios, drinking Jack Daniels. That was pretty cool. Mm. I Had to drink Jack Daniels with David Lee Roth. That was that, pretty neat. That's a moment you'll never forget. Yeah. I, I would agree. It's pretty
0: with that. cool. So use. you had some good moments, yes. it just ended miserably. Yeah, it just ended weird. Do you think he still hates you?
1: I don't think he knows who I am. Come on. I'll be honest Five with you. Five months with the guy? You don't think he remembers who you are? I don't. Wow. Okay. I think I was an insignificant piece of his very long rock and roll history. And
0: very short broadcasting yeah. career.
1: That's all. I think it was a bad
0: situation for everybody. I do remember one time listening. When he was reading the paper from the day before on the air. (laughs) (laughs) Well. And I remember thinking, at our station, we get
1: newspapers daily. Yes. And I'm thinking, why is he reading yesterday's paper? Because he wanted to take it home and absorb it and then come in the next day.
0: Yeah, it sounds like a podcast, not a live radio show. (laughs) There was one
1: really cool cool moment when he was... uh, uh, in the studio, it was like four o'clock in the morning, and the overnight guy was playing music on K Rock, and it just so happened that Van Halen's Jump came up on the rotation. Okay, and he was in the studio when this came on, and he turned the mic on and sang over the vocals. Is that true? The whole song at like four in the morning that on K Rock. That was that cool.
0: Neat. That's that is neat.
1: That was very cool, Jerry. Jerry, let's talk about this Mets situation. Uh, here's the situation. Yeah, they suck. <laughs> They're just they're they're mediocre at best right now. Yeah, this was the a stat that I read an article uh, about after the game was about their situation, their lack of home runs. Yeah, not many. They have gone now five games, fifty two innings without a home run. Yeah, I know. And their ranking in Major League Baseball is twenty first. I'm surprised it's not lower. Actually, yeah, with forty one home runs, thirteen of them are Pete Alonso. Yeah. They're not getting much production anywhere right now. Yeah. They're just not. David Peterson stinks as a pitcher. The Mets aren't well, hitting home runs. David and they're Peterson, losing to the Nationals.
0: David Peterson has been atrocious. Yes. This season. They say he's going to be sent down. You think? <laughs> I mean, come on. That's I, the rumors I'm hearing, Jerry. I mean, he. Uh, That's m- what my people are saying. Manessis yesterday looked like uh, Ty Cobb out there. I mean, three doubles. Manessis? I mean, give me a break. Yeah. It started off, I think, like back to back doubles or something. And then how about how about Alvarez? I mean, you can't. I, I know there's two outs. I don't know if Nimmo's getting a hit or not in that spot. You can't get picked off first base. You can't. I don't care. And this is this is one of those situations where if I'm coaching children, in that spot, I got a good hitter coming up. Take a
1: really short lead and don't get picked off. So My the Mets, God, the Mets have bases loaded, two outs. And yeah. Francisco Alvarez gets picked off at first base by the And it, it ended the inning. Ended the inning. You just, like, where are you going? I don't know. You
0: got a guy 90 feet in front of you. It's just, it's frustrating. And I think what is probably, probably most frustrating, I would think, is watching a team make mistakes that you wouldn't think a Buck Showalter team would make. Like last year, the change was, I thought, immediate about the perception of the team, the feeling around the club. You thought they were going to run the bases well, make all the, you know, all those extra plays and not make mistakes like this. This year, they can't catch pop-ups. You got that. A play like that, they're not pitching, they don't hit. Like let me ask you this, and I know you're not watching every inning. I get it, but you're watching enough of them. What do they do well?
1: Mm-hmm. Like what do
0: the Mets do that's better than most teams in baseball right now? Nothing. I agree. They don't hit home runs better. They don't hit for average better. They don't steal more bases than anybody. They don't pitch, and they're a crappy fielding team. Beyond that, they're outstanding. (laughs) I think for those issues, Jerry, what could you really say is bad about this Would you argue with any of that, though? No. So I say mediocre at best. Right now, they're a bad baseball team.
1: And guess who comes to town tonight, Yeah, Jerry? the Rays. The Ma-
0: freaking well, Tampa Rays. You know those what, jerks. They just went through their get fat stretch. Who did? The Rays? No, the Mets. Playing bad teams in the Tigers oh, right. and the Reds and the Nationals. And they didn't do so well. They didn't get fat. Maybe they get right on a team that they shouldn't get right on, and that would be the Rays. Who knows? And Maybe you... the Rays were partying last night. I hope
1: so. We got Justin Verlander tonight, Jerry. Maybe he goes four innings. <laughs> Maybe we get a big start out of him, and he goes four, <laughs>
0: four innings. You... Um, well, it is his official City Field debut. Oh, is that right?
1: It's his debut, as Joey Waller would say. A debut. Yeah. Wow. All right. Well, I mean, he's only pitched what? How many times? You think Not much. Be... You think there'll be any fans out there for that? No.
0: Um, fans out there specifically to see Verlander? Yes, but I don't think it's uh, going to be a large crowd. There'll go be a sellout. No. Not on a Tuesday night school still in session, no.
1: Do you like when these teams have different things in the dugout when they celebrate a home run? I do. The props? Yeah, the props. I do. I think it's fun. So I saw last night the Nationals, they have a George Washington wig. Mm -hmm. That's fun. I think it's great. Like Otani, they got, what is it, a crown
0: or something with the Angels? They got that.
1: Um, for their players when they hit home runs or do something cool, one of the teams has a Thor hammer. I forget who it was. It was somebody who the either the Mets or the Yankees just played. Yeah, I, I think it's great. It. Yeah, remember I the like Yankees those. for a while they were doing. Uh, they would hit a home run, they come in the dugout, and then they'd be the fake interview. Yes, like I think that's. I really do think that stuff is fun. Yeah, I like the jackets when they get a cool yeah. jacket or they get in the the supermarket carriage and they push them. The, that's the, the, the Red the Sox. Things. I think that have done that. Yeah, that's fun in Fenway. I do love the
0: idea of the George Washington wig for the Nationals. I agree. Why not? I did, uh, I guess this was two years ago when I was still coaching my Hazlitt Hawks team. I thought because I see all of this, it's kind of fun. So I went and bought a a Panama Jack hat before a (laughs) tournament. This really cool hat. And so I kept it hidden. And I was like, all right, player of the game is going to get this hat. And it was a tournament. You get to wear the hat in between games. And then you give me the hat back when the next game starts. So the first kid had like I don't know a couple of doubles pitched well. So I present him the hat. And you know some of the kids say, like, "Hey, cool." He's like, "What do I do with this?" I'm like, "Well, it's a hat. You wear the hat." No. Nah. I'm like, "Wow, that didn't go well." He
1: poo-pooed your they celebratory
0: hat. That was it. So I got literally one game out of the hat, and that was I thought it was a fun idea. You should have got a George
1: Washington wig. I kids could have, love well, that. I could have gotten a George Washington wig, but I didn't. One other thing, uh, baseball related, Jerry, Shohei Otani again just missed the cycle. Oh, so close. That's twice now when he was pitching, mm-hmm. starting pitcher, that he almost hit for the cycle. He hit a uh, single instead of a double. I think he should have just tried to stretch it Do out. Do you just
0: want to go for second? Go for second. You still get credit for the single even if you get thrown out. Right. So why the hell not, right? <laughs> well, let me ask you if he stretched that into a double. Where were they in the game, though? That's what I need to know. It was late game. Is it the game. a tie game? Oh. Are they up by three runs? Yeah, that I don't know. So they won 9-5. My guess would be this was the eighth or ninth inning. I believe so. You would think. It was his last at bat, yeah. Now I got to see the base hit. If it's a single right to the center fielder, you can't turn for second base.
1: They said they were booing in Baltimore. Uh the announcers weren't sure if they were booing Otani for only hitting a single or if they were booing the Orioles outfielder for getting to the ball too quickly.
0: So maybe it was some now I gotta go find the video to yeah. see if it was hitting the gap or something. Oh, it was a
1: gap shot. He's having he is having a
0: remarkable season. Yeah. I mean he's batting three hundred, he's pitching well. He's pretty good. It's he not just one or the other, good. it's both.
1: And then I saw that before, prior to the Yankee-Blue Jay game, a couple Buffalo Bills quarterbacks were out there taking batting practice.
0: Are you okay with this? You know what? No, no, don't be a phony. Don't be a phony. I wasn't okay with it. Why? What What are are you worried about? What if Josh Allen gets hurt taking batting practice? What, he's going to tear his oblique swinging? Come on. Shoulder. Have... Fun with your life. He not off with this
1: crap. All of you guys that are so concerned about them. By the way, Matt Barkley is making a nice career of himself for a backup. As a backup, that guy's been in the league for a long time now. Yeah, former USC quarterback, mm-hmm. if I recall. You recall because you watched him every Saturday. I'm sure. <laughs> so awesome <laughs> that he's just like backing it up his whole career, cashing it in. How much do you think he's made? Career earnings? Thirty
0: million dollars. No no no, 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 oh. no, 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 no. Hold on a second. I'm
1: gonna get the number, but there's no chance he's made
0: thirty million dollars.
1: They said that both uh, Matt Barkley and Josh Allen hit home runs in batting practice, cleared the fences a couple times. I'm sure they did.
0: They're athletes. They're having fun. Yeah, that's why it, it's Jerry, even like when when Mariano Rivera got hurt, shagging flies in the outfield, and everybody's oh, he's married. You worry about pitching. They're
1: athletes. They're having fun. Crap happens. What are you going to do? We did see on our softball team, though, certain NFL players not being able to swing a baseball bat. Amazing, isn't it? Yeah, I'm,
0: I'm tallying up his money right now.
2: Yeah, Matt Barkley. You're,
0: yeah, you're way off. You're not that, but you're way off. I would say it looks like he has made. Well, you know what? Closer than I thought. Wow, that can't be right. Yeah, yeah. I'm telling you, those back. No, no, he's made eighteen million dollars. All right, not thirty. More than I thought, but not nearly as much as you thought i was going to say in the 10 to 12 million dollar range. He was drafted by the Cardinals, i believe. Uh Matt Barkley was drafted by the Eagles.
1: Mm. And oh, then he was on yeah. the
0: Bears and then the Cardinals. Okay. And he was drafted in 2013. In 2017 he went to the Cardinals for one year.
1: What a cool career. I know that's back back your dream career. So cool! You're Just hanging back up. out like he's clearly friends with Josh Allen. They went to batting practice together. Yeah, you're hanging out with the cool quarterbacks. You're – if you get in the game and you do not much is expected not of as you. Expected, right? If you do well, holy cow, that's awesome. Right, who is if, the guy
0: if, in Kansas City that did well for that one or two series when Mahomes got hurt last year in the playoffs?
1: Uh, Hank, uh, Chad, Chad uh, Henny.
0: Yeah, he was he was <laughs> like a hero that day. He drove them yeah. down the field, score, and then uh, Patrick Mahomes come back in exactly. He what did his job feeling. to the nth degree that day. Unbelievable. And if you, right, Give him if, a raise.
1: If you don't do well, you're the backup. Yeah, 100%. You just hand the ball off a couple times, a couple quick short passes, good to You go. just got to be
0: ready to make those passes. Yeah. Otherwise, re- it's a mess.
1: Right. You do have to be ready to be, go from not being in the game to you taking the net very next snap. Mm-hmm. In live action. In live action. And you've got
0: 40 seconds to get in the game, call a play, and make the play. Right. Which is why usually you get the fullback (laughs) dive on the first
1: play. (laughs) (laughs) I'm always impressed when a backup quarterback comes in after a a big injury and they're throwing the ball down the field on the first play. That's a guy who's mentally locked in.
0: That's a guy ready in the game. Yeah, yeah. 5.37, more than halfway home. Boomer NGO at 6 o'clock on the fan. Five quarter to six. What is up? Nice to have you with us Tuesday morning. Boomerang Geo, 15 minutes away. Yeah, out getting
1: down to Pearl Jam. Yeah, come on, there. Jerry. Yeah. I got some NFL notes for you, Jerry. NFL notes? NFL notes. What NFL notes do you have? Well, this was a big one, but uh, it's probably going to get bigger uh, by the time we get to the end of the football season. The Peacock Network, Jerry. Peacock is going to get their an exclusive NFL wild card game on the streaming Peacock network. Okay. I don't like this. I, I don't have Peacock Jerry.
0: I don't either nor am I getting it. Now, if the Jets or Giants are playing though, we'll get the game.
1: Right. If the Jets or Giants are in the in that wild card, then the game will air on our local WNBC channel. Correct. But if not, guess what? We ain't watching that one. No because it's going to no. be on Peacock. It's probably going to be like the Tennessee Titans or something we don't care about <laughs> anyway. Just, that's the same right? team I was just thinking about. <laughs> the <there's>
0: Titans-Jaguars
1: a- <laughs> on Saturday night. There's always <laughs> one terrible wild card game. You can and, keep it. And hopefully that one gets to go exclusively
0: on the Peacock network. And that'll be, I would think, is going to be a similar weekend setup to where you've got a game at 4 o'clock on Saturday, right. the, this night game on Peacock, games on Sunday, a Monday night game, I'm fine. I'll live. You, feel like, you know what? I'll miss that one. I will, I will survive.
1: And if it's a Jets or Giants, we'll see it.
0: Yeah. And how about that? I have had, and listen, if it's a Cowboy game, and sucks for me. I am not getting the Peacock. I'm, I'm done. I'm finished with all these streaming services. I've got my two or three. I'm not getting any more. Right. It's just, uh, you know. You
1: hear that, Peacock? We're not interested. And I'm not
0: saying it's not a good service because I think it is. I think they've got good, you know, if you like soccer, I know they have the Premier League. I know they've got certain live
1: sporting events. I'm just, I'm not doing it anymore. I'm, I spend enough money to watch TV. Yeah. Here's the other thing you could do, because I believe if you get the uh, that NFL Plus situation, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. which, which we do. have, which, which I, I love, which yep. is actually w- one of the few streaming services. Watch worth. it on a tablet? You watch it on a tablet. That's fine. Because you get all the NFL games, no matter where they are. Fair enough. So I'm good. I'm covered. Yeah, we're good, Peacock. Not if interested. If you really think
0: so, I pay for MLB.TV. I pay for, and I actually do, even though I know it's, Available to us each year. I pay for the stupid NFL thing because I always sign. I'm like on auto renew. So that is what it is. I pay for Netflix, uh, Amazon Prime. Well, that kind of comes with it. I'm trying to HBO Max. It's enough. It's, and cable.
1: Right. Like, so what else s- do I need here? You're not going to sign up for one rando wild no, card No, 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 I'm not. We can't do it. You're right. Guarantee. Let's even right now, Jerry, today's date is May 16th. Yeah. Guarantee that Peacock game is either the Titans or the Jaguars.
0: Well, you know they're the Jaguars, probably, because <laughs> you expect them in the playoffs. Yeah. I'm not expecting much from the Titans this year.
1: You know it's gonna be Jaguars, Titans, or Ravens on that wild card game.
0: That's that's an interesting one right there. Jaguars, Ravens. Yeah,
2: not interesting. Very
0: possible. Yeah. Yeah, I would pass on that. I'm good.
2: What about if it was uh the Cowboys? We just talked about that. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's okay. you, I guess you weren't there. What would you? What, what was the answer?
0: Uh, the good news for me is it's in my headset,
2: and you I can watch to, it.
0: And I can watch it on the tablet. Right, right. right. Tablet with the NFL Plus. That's Perfect. Right. Which I'll That's have anyway. Right. So it's not that big of a deal for me. But it's listen. If you're a fan of the Jaguars or the Ravens, yeah. and you don't live in those cities, it'll suck. You're gonna have to sign up if you want to see the game. I would be interesting interested too to see what is the. Um, termination policy. Yeah, can I terminate my contract after one week? Right. Could
1: I? Or could, right. Could I do a three day uh, mm-hmm. trial? Yeah. Also, be interesting to see what the viewership is for that. If it's a you know one of these teams, sure. not a lot of people care about. Uh, another Dallas Cowboy related news. I love this quote from Mr. John Fossil. This is. Uh, oh, this was from the weekend. Is this a uh, Fossil's son? Yes. What was his Fossil's first name? Jim. Jim Fossil. Mm-hmm. Is he passed? He did. Uh, John Fossil is his son. He's uh, works with the Cowboys. He must be special teams. Special or teams coordinator. Special teams coordinator. Uh, the Cowboys are looking for a kicker. Jerry. Yeah. He said, "quote We have Tristan on the roster. This is Tristan uh, Viskiano. Yeah." We have Tristan on the roster. Anybody else on earth who is not on the team right now is under consideration. A <laughs> <laughs> real confidence well, booster. Th- remember for the, the kicker? Remember the issues?
0: So they went years with really good kicking where yeah. it was like Remember Dan Bailey? Yes. Like was a historically great kicker for them and then he went to in and then he got eh, not so good went to Minnesota it was terrible. Um they've had good kickers until the last year or so. Last year was a mess or 2 years ago whatever it was right
1: they were going for two all the time
0: cuz they had remember no I, kickers yes i remember i did i think it was cowboys lions they had three kickers on the roster including a guy whose last name was hyralahu hyralahu <laughs> and you got to see what that looks like spelled yeah. out yeah that's how bad it's been they've been bringing in people every i know a lot of teams do it but they were using guys
1: every week so if you are a kicker or think you're a kicker get that resume updated on
2: uh what do you call that, LinkedIn? And send Indeed. It
1: a, and, uh, send, I believe I saw the Cowboys kicker <laughs> on Indeed.
2: How about, Indeed. That, how about uh, that Louis Aguiar who kicked eight field goals for the Philadelphia Stars? Can Get I ask him. you a question about yes. that?
0: So I put that on briefly for five minutes. This was USFL uh, this weekend, Al. Oh, the right. Stars Generals. And how funny is this that the Philadelphia team has a star on their helmet?
2: No, oh, it's not exactly Cowboy right. colors,
0: but I thought that was kind of weird. But whatever, neither in or there. Why was there... Literally nobody there. Yeah, I, I... It looked like there were 50
2: people in attendance. Well, first of all, they're playing, like, in a few venues. Can't, they were playing, I think, in Canton, Ohio. I
0: okay, think. so people in Ohio are not interested at all?
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, Would I,
0: you agree if I told you there were 50 people there? Uh, yes. I, it looked like a pandemic game. They've oh.
2: had some good crowds in their Birmingham uh, venue.
0: Okay, it,
2: but people well, in they, Canton not they, interested. They have a, their own team there. But, yeah, it's been very, very it's sparse awful. crowds.
0: Yeah. Sparse. <laughs> sparse crowds are what you might see at City Field on a Wednesday night. And yeah.
2: The XFL had some cities. D.C. had very good crowds the whole way. A uh, few others. And the championship game looked had decent. That happened already? Yes. The, uh, oh, we've crowned the champion, Jerry. The Renegades upset the DC Defenders. <laughs> I mean,
1: there'll be a parade.
2: <laughs> Bob Stoops, the coach of the, the Renegades uh, are from what city? San Antonio. San Antonio? I say. Okay.
0: But well, there, there's a couple too. Who's that other guy from the Chiefs? Todd Haley was a coach. Is that a USFL coach or XFL coach? I don't I don't Cubby, you just gave me the results. I yeah, I know. Know. I know. I don't know
2: from the coach. He's
0: he's
1: coaching one of those teams I know sure. Jones
2: was the, like, OC for the Seattle Dragons of the XFL. That's
1: sad when I see these former NFLers out these weird leagues. Todd Haley is the
0: head coach of the Memphis Showboats of yeah. the USFL. I, they're still getting paid. I guess. I don't know what, but they are getting paid to coach football. Yeah.
2: And when the CFL starts, we will have professional football available every week of the year. Because the CFL will be underway after, by the time the USFL and that ends. will look better with crowds.
1: So fifty-two weeks out of the year, if you want to watch some sort of fugazi football, you got it. Professional, professional football. football. Did you see Matt Ryan is trying to schween his way into CBS? What schweeny? I got hired. Oh, he was hired. He's hired. I don't like that. Think he'll be good or he'd be a stiff? Stiff. You think a stiff? Yeah, He's a stiff. Hmm. He's going to be working on. Uh, it said uh, some games as an analyst. And I saw some studio work. Some studio work with the NFL today. And CBS HQ. Yeah, let's stick him there. <laughs> <laughs> Good news, Matt Ryan. You're going to CBS HQ. <laughs> well,
0: that's where he can he can uh, perfect his craft. Correct. That's a great point, Jerry. Why not? Stick him there
1: for a little while.
0: You <laughs> suck! Uh-oh. <laughs> no, no, no. He, he said he's not retiring. He's, retired. So he's still waiting for the call. No one's if interested. Matt Barkley can be a backup, so can Matt <laughs> Ryan. Come on now. 5.53, got to take a break. When we come back, the biggest story of the hour that Al always saves for last. And then Boomer and Gio at 6. Right now on Odyssey Sports Minute, Amy Lawrence talking about But well, we were just discussing, the NFL playoffs.
1: Peacocking. It's the dynamic
0: duo of Al and Jerry. The superheroes of WFAN. Oh, i got about a minute for you, Al. You left a big one for last. What do you got? Well, I don't
1: know if I left a big one, Jerry, but uh, Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue. Megan Fox. No buzz. Uh, Megan Fox, are they doing this thing where they do multiple covers again? Oh, is that what they're doing? Yeah. So you're right. Megan Fox is on one cover. That's awesome. Unfortunately for you, Jerry, I saw yours here. You have the one with Martha Stewart. Wait, that's real? Yeah. Martha Stewart. Martha Stewart's in a bathing suit on your Sports Illustrated. She's a hot box of rocks. Absolutely. Okay. Nice eighty-one year old in a bikini. Jerry, wasn't she going after Judge a little bit at the game? She's going after Aaron Judge a couple months ago. Martha Stewart. <laughs> I thought she was. Dating.
0: If you Google Martha Stewart and Aaron Judge, yeah. I'm pretty sure that that will come up. I thought she was dating Snoop Dogg. Martha. I
1: always see those Shut two together. dating Snoop Dogg. I don't know. They, they, business they're business partners. partners. Oh, business partners? Yes. Oh, okay, I thought they were right. a Martha
0: Stewart, Aaron Judge, comes right up. It says, Martha Stewart what? swoons over handsome Aaron Judge. Maybe <laughs> Aaron Judge was glancing towards Martha Stewart. <laughs> it was March of this year, March 30th. Oh. Or March 31st, whatever, opening day. Is that possible, Jerry? She was just sitting above the dugout? How about this, How about this one from Outkick? Martha Stewart is... Thirsty for Aaron Josh. Oh, yeah. Now she's like, no.
2: <laughs> WFAN, WFAN FM, WFAN FM HD1, New York. Always live on the Free Odyssey app.